0: What is going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Penn's Corner Podcast. I'm Tommy, this is my brother Dale, and we cover all things wilkes Grand Grant, Penguins. Uh, today we're going to be discussing the doubleheader uh, against Charlotte on February 14th and 15th, and then the game two nights ago against the Syracuse Crunch at home. And we are also playing Lehigh Valley tonight, uh, but we're trying to get this podcast out beforehand to kind of like prep, get everyone caught up with all the action. So, um, for starters... It's a little different than how we normally start. I know I normally pitch it over to you, but I've got like a major thing sitting on my mind right now and I really have to get it off my chest. Before we start, how do you feel? I feel really cagey when we're going to the arena lately and I have to like make a statement about it. Oh, okay. okay. Because people are so negative about this Wooks Bear team right now for absolutely no reason at all. We, I wrote this all down. I, I got ready for this beforehand. We are missing 10 of our starters right now. Okay. Hollander injury, O'Connor to Pittsburgh. Willett injury, Gruden Pittsburgh. Ty Smith Pittsburgh. Friedman Pittsburgh. Pulling on leave. Olsen injured. Fadun and in Pittsburgh. Right? Mm-hmm. And people are still complaining as if we should have 10 guys that can substitute for them. I also brought this a little bit of information here, right? This is our lineup against Syracuse. Okay. In this lineup alone, Hood, first year rookie. Chefikowski, first-year rookie. Ando, first-year rookie. Anson, first-year rookie. Glover, first-year rookie. Newton, don't even know who the hell that guy is. He showed up on the bus, they paid him and he left. Jostling. We can call him a second-year, but he's not. He only played 15 games for the Goals. Lazat, only experienced defender aside from Rinky. Saint-Ivany, first-year rookie. Ortiz, first-year rookie. Smith, first-year rookie. Maniscalco first-year rookie that's a Smith by the way, just so just so we can okay. clarify 11 rookies In our starting lineup against a senior crunch team, right? And this has been the team that's played For the last month for us because all these players have been gone in Pittsburgh injured etc And people are still complaining as if it's just the normal squad out there People have a tendency to forget that we were undefeated in the league when we had our full team the minute we started to disband is when we started dropping points. And even now, after the fact, we could win all of our games outright because we still have three games on everyone in the league. We'd be two points off the top of the division. Even these youngsters are getting the job done right now. They're above 500 since all these injuries happen, And people are still like, oh, this team's not good enough. They're chirping people. They're yelling absurdities to these young rookies on the ice. And like I get constructive criticism if you're having a bad game. These people are being so negative about it and it's like, shut up. Do you not understand how good these kids are playing? Like, they don't have the consistency of these third, fourth, fifth-year guys. And they are still showing up, still getting the job done, still playing for the badge, and quite honestly, still getting the results we need to put us in a good position come playoffs. So I'm done with my rant, but that, that's been irritating me a lot when we're going to these games lately, is people just don't – they don't understand. They don't take a look, like a step back, and just be like, we're missing 10 guys. We replaced them with 11 rookies <laughs> and the 11 rookies are getting the job done right now. I don't think it's an overly bad thing though,
1: to have like high expectations for him. I have high expectations last year when we had, when we went through this injury slump, cause it happens every year. I didn't have expectations. Not to this extent though. No, no, not, not at all. But, 10 starters. We, but we didn't have the, but the, what, what I'm saying is we didn't have the quality of players that we do this year. You look at the names on that list and you expect quality from at least eight of them, at least eight, of the f- at least eight of the f- top twelve attackers, do you expect quality from at least two of the defenders? So I think that's the difference this year is that there are those expectations, there are those hopes. I don't think it's because that I don't think it's because people are being negative. I think it's because people actually have
0: expectations for the team. And I but they're forgetting that those people are going to come back and this team will be the same team.
1: Oh, I know that. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, i but I think. That in my in my opinion, I hold these guys to a high standard. Last year at this time, I held them to no standard.
0: But that's because these rookies didn't exist at that point in time because they're all first year this year. Like I last, but last year when we had when we went through this slump, and we were
1: calling people up, I wasn't looking at I. What I remember I looked at the Wexford team and I went to the game and I was like, oh, you scored. That's a, that's enough. Good night. Like we scored one goal. We got sco- we got five scored on us. I remember a Charlotte game where we went in. Then if we didn't think we were going to win, we walked out of there. We didn't win.
0: And I get what you're saying, but these, these kids, it's not like they're doing it for a game or two. This is over the course of a few months and it's against Hershey and it's against Providence. It's against Charlotte. It's against Syracuse. They're playing top teams in the league right now and they're still battling and people are still criticizing. Like these kids are giving everything. They're winning more than 50% of their games and people are still like bitching about it. And I I just don't get that because I understand there's expectations, but when they're pretty much getting the entire job done, you have to give them a little bit of leeway. These kids don't have league experience. Oh, of course they've played in the OHL and most of them played for their colleges last year. And now they're playing against veteran teams. Like look at Hershey. How many of those players have played for Hershey for X amount of years? You remember a lot of them. Exactly. They do nothing but play in the AHL and they, they harbor those teams. And then when they have that experience these rookies should not be competing and they still are, which is a huge statement to them. But the only reason that it's like it's frustrating me. Because they deserve more respect than they're getting right now. And I think that's that's kind of what I'm saying is I want them to be respected more because they are doing a great job for us right now.
1: They oh yeah, most of all these players deserve respect except Newton. I, I don't know what I, I don't know what that was. I don't that was the
0: weirdest thing ever. I don't uh, for anyone who didn't follow that situation, uh, this Newton fella, he's a fourth line forward. <laughs> he got recalled from the Reading Royals. We signed them on a PTO on game day. He played, he had a negative one plus minus. Don't even remember him touching the puck. And I then, didn't see his number. And then he immediately got released the day after <laughs> and, and Brooklyn Kalmikov got uh, recalled from Wheeling. It was a weird one. That's, that's, that's gotta be up there. in the, in
1: the weirdest calls, calls like the weirdest PTOs we've ever, that was strange. Like I remember, last year we signed that goalie from Maine. No, um, he Bl- played against the first round. Of the wheeling was it? Uh, indie.
0: I don't even remember. The only one I remember from last year is Blomquist.
1: No, it was uh, there, was there. I know there was a weird one. No, we have the rights to Blomquist. No, it was the it was the guy in, in playoffs because Tommy, because Tommy was the only goalie that was playing. He has a French, had a oh, very French
0: name. Yeah, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. But we signed um, him, and he just. Kind of just sat there. I think we just needed to fill the spot. Yeah. Because that's when they were going through all their issues. Dominique got called up and it was weird.
1: We couldn't call anyone up from Reeling because they needed their players. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, well, we'll go screw over another team that's not our. Yeah. But on another note, so what? let's get into the games. Yeah.
0: So on another note, uh Charlotte, uh, we played them in a doubleheader in Charlotte. Very tough place to play. Not a place where we would have taken results out of last season or in some of our past seasons. Um, the boys battled the first night, but Charlotte definitely had the upper hand. Um, I don't think they were too happy about the Wilkes-Bear series. Um, they're an experienced veteran core and they came out super physical and the guys just did not show up. Ended up being three, one, um, the night after though, uh, boys showed great resilience. Uh, Jules got a, a pretty sick goal. Major shout out to Kajula too, by the way, he's been really, really, really good for us. Um, and he's been our only like, Real attacking leader these past few days, few days, few games. Um, so mad kudos to him. I don't know what our attack would look like without Jules in it right now. I no,
1: I we wouldn't. We don't have much. I mean, without him, I mean, what do we you really only think? have one good line.
0: Yeah. like Pusty, Neilander and Jules. Aside from that, you got like Leggy working hard, but none of those guys are producing
1: um, right now. Leggy's not producing, but Leggy yeah. always has that little spark
0: to him. Yeah, he's he's enough to like. Yeah, make make something happen on the line. But we went in, Jules got his goal. Uh, We let up some stupid, stupid goals when we were away at Charlotte. Um, Our defense is really struggling right now um, because, like we said, there's nothing but rookies and then John Lazat, and then Mitch Rinky's kind of like an on and off. He's not really a leader. Um, He's a great player, not insulting Rinke at all, but he's more of a follower when he plays on the ice. Um, Lazat's been the only one with a backbone that's really been like putting this team in order defensively, um, which is great. Got to give him mad kudos as well. Um, Pusty got his goal in Charlotte as well. And then after Pusty made it 2-2, my God, it was the Lindbergh show (laughs) from there. Lindbergh was just insane. And I mean, the shootout was just crazy. Last 12 minutes of the third period. Then the, the full OT period, Lindbergh stood on his head again. Uh, I mean, some of these saves, ridiculous. Go check out his highlight reel from that game after, like, the third period, 10 minutes left. Oh, my God. This guy looked so, so good. And I think it's the reason why he started every game since. Um, well, that, and I think Gatia's injured.
1: Yo, yeah, Gatia got injured mm-hmm. in the Charlotte game. That's why, uh, uh, no, the Glover fight was a different game. Uh, no, that was that was the
0: Gatia. Um, no, I think it was the first game, actually. First, uh, I'm thinking about it. I think it was first game in Charlotte.
1: Yes, because Gatia got...
0: Yeah, which w- which was
1: a really really good fight by the way. That was a great fight. Like that was that was a perfect fight. Glover but can be a hitman. I'm game for that. I l- I like Glover.
0: I like Glover as a hitman. You know he's
1: not he hasn't been back to England since he was born. Can you blame him? Oi, you want some fish and chips over there, lad? Oi. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, my
0: name's my name's Crinkle McCrinkleberry. You, you you sound Australian. You don't sound English at all. Eh, I'm sorry. But bo- but bo- what? <laughs> all right. Moving on.
1: Um, Napier. Napier is our second. So, of course, we're not going to really play. No, we're not going to play Napier over Lindbergh. You can't. No, it, it's, it's not smart. I mean, I love Tommy, but Tommy's not that guy this year.
0: No, he's not. He, he's way. I mean, and he's getting ECHL reps constantly. He can't come up here and compete. I mean, we talk about it all the time. I don't know if we mentioned it on here, but the gap between the NHL and the AHL is a lot smaller than the gap between the ECHL and the AHL. And you can really tell when these guys come up because their quality is Some of them. Horrible. Some of them come and, up good. And it continues to like get larger too.
1: I think it'll get um, I think it'll get better within the next few years. The ECHL is actually a good organization that puts a lot of money into its like into its teams, into its players. So I think we'll see it come up. But let's get back into the game of Syracuse, the three-two Bore Show. <laughs> The yeah. worst 3-2 game you'll ever watch in your life.
0: Yeah, it was really rough. I mean... Ten shots in the first period. Even though there were goals, my God, it was back and forth. Just boring. Um, Syracuse looked lackadaisical. wilkes Bear looked like they didn't want to play hockey. Um, no. Horrible defending on wilkes Bear's part. Um, three goals just, like, leaked in. One deflection, one back post, one, another one right in front of the net. Just no one... No one trying to clear the crease out, no defending in front of net at all. Um, we missed some open chances too. Extremely disappointing. We should have scored a goal or two in the first period. Um, we missed, yeah, like he said, some some serious open chances. And then they went up 3-1 and we were not gonna battle back from that. We didn't look up to par. Um, and honestly, we're we're struggling in our special teams right now because we're missing such key players. Um, You're
1: missing your top four penalty killers at least. <laughs> yeah. You're missing so, Willett, Fadoon, Friedman, Gruden. I could go on, but that's just off the top of my head. And Hollander, Hollander's phenomenal. Five.
0: The PK, yeah. That, I mean, our starting yeah. our starting penalty kill. That's five players. They're all gone. Um, it it kind of sucks. Like, we're we're allowing penalties right now because these guys are younger. Um, and as soon as you know that the other team's on the power play, it's like, ah, shit. Kind of know it's coming now. Um, Thank God for Lindbergh. Thank God for Lazat. Thank God for Kajula. Uh, those three names are going to be the names I think about when we get our full team back and you look and see the stretch of games we were able to, you know, get a result out of because um, they've been our leaders. And then Nealander and Pusty have kind of been the guys who have brings, added some points on top of that.
1: That brings up one of my talking points that I want to get to here. The okay. midseason slump. Every team goes through it. Is this our
0: mid-season slump? If this is our midseason slump and we're batting 500, I hope so. Because so you, if, we, if we come out of our midseason slump, but that, get all our guys back, oh yeah. Do
1: you think this is our midseason slump? Do you think that right now, in
0: time, this is our midseason slump? I know you're talking about because every season it does happen. It's just like the nature of the league. Um, every, I mean, every team goes through it every season. It's, it's just it's weird to gauge right now with all of these like younger guys. Like I don't. I think it is the midseason slump because people are starting to look a little tired. People are dragging their feet. Uh, there's a different feel to like hockey games. And then for some reason you get around like mid-February and teams are like, okay, yeah, we're going to cool. start playing. It's it's when teams start dropping points enough to make the standings look a little different that they're like, oh, shit. Because right now we have a good enough record that I think we're like, okay, we could, we could drop this result. We could drop this result. And then you get into that little groove that – you're talking about the midseason slump, um, so yeah, I, I think that's a really fair take. This this might be, I, I think this is our mid midseason slump. I think so too. And that, I only that makes th- me excited. I
1: only think that because, like you said, you see some of the players go out there. I mean, you play you play. I think we play seventy six games this year, right? 72? 72, two, seventy two. I'm sorry, we play seventy two games. We are almost at the halfway point.
0: We and are actually AHL just announced it. We just hit the halfway point of the season,
1: so are, is tonight thirty six? I I believe so. Oh well, then we have to come up with our mid season awards, which will yeah. air next week.
0: Yeah, that'll that'll come next week uh, when but, we talk about probably tonight. But at the same time,
1: we look at this and we think, think, oh, well, these guys look tired. These guys play so much hockey in a year. Carry the conversation. I got to readjust this mic here. Okay, you you play so much hockey in a year where people are just like, oh. Well, this game isn't important. This game isn't important. And in in reality, I think every single game is important.
0: Definitely. But there are games you can drop in a season, though.
1: Oh, my God. No team is ever going to win 72 games. No team is going to take 72 points from, 72 points from overtime losses. No team is going to win every overtime. No team. Unless you're the
0: Bruins this year for some freaking.
1: I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. That was not a point you had to bring up. We don't have to talk about Pastor Nat not that guy, pal. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah, no. He I mean he's Marsh. He, shit. He's not that guy, but he's got 35. He's not that guy. Right he's not that guy. All right. That's what I think about him. Jeez, that was so rough. You might have just broken that bobblehead. <laughs> I didn't
1: break the bobblehead. All right. I watched it fall. All right. That's what I think about Pastor Nat.
0: All right. Well, moving on. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jeez, that was <laughs> God, if you're watching this, you saw how <laughs> extra that was. If you're listening to it, go watch it. I think you might have just broke a bobblehead kicking it off the table. I I went to kick the
1: glove and the bobblehead just
0: went with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Moving on. All right, moving on.
1: I brought this point up to you on Wednesday, and I kind of want to bring it up to the rest of the viewers. Rizdeem Zohorna. I've been thinking about him a lot. Yeah. We talked about Felix Robert because obviously we played Felix. Rebeer. We played, we we were supposed to, but he I think he had an injury. Yeah, they
0: they scratched him. He was a healthy scratch. A healthy scratch. Yeah, really. Well, that's a different. But he he was a healthy scratch.
1: I don't I don't know if we would have been a better team with Zahorna, but I think that we would have had another player to give us depth, and I think that would have made us better.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Zahorna would have been an interesting player this season, especially with how productive our wingers have been on the first and second line. Um, and the addition of Sam Hood, who can also play as a winger and has been really phenomenal. I think Zahorna would have had a lot more numbers than he did when he played for us last year. Mind you, he was also on this like taxi squad back and forth. BS. He didn't really have time to settle. Um, oh yeah, we had did we have the taxi squad? Oh yeah, yeah, we had the taxi squad until I, a certain point. I don't know I, here's my thing. I don't know that he's the guy that would have made the biggest difference. If we could bring a single attacker back from last season, because if you say that, then Felix Robert is also in the question. Uh, Michael Chaput is also in the question. Um, I would have brought back Felix Robert. I, I think of those three, I'm thinking the same thing right now after you said that is like Felix Robert's probably the guy that could have been added to the squad this year from last year and had the biggest output um, just because of his play style second year in the league. I mean, he's shown it in Syracuse. He's been phenomenal. He's got almost as many points as games. So I don't know. It's a really, really interesting talking point. And I think the more I think about it, the better answer I'd have. But for right now, I think he would have a better output than last season. So Horna. Yeah. Okay. But I do not know if he would have been my player to bring back out of our attacking core last year. i
1: I, I get your point, but I think I don't think I would have brought him back. Like you said, I think I really would have enjoyed having him, though, on this on this team because yeah. he's a he was a big part of our success. He
0: was really one of our literally a big part, a big part, a six foot, six foot, 12 part.
1: You're going to need a couple more of them so your jokes get better. Well, back to what I was saying. I don't think that I don't think Zahorna would have been the the best guy in our team. I think he would have kind of slacked off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not not because of his not because of his output, but because people would have people would have known him a little bit more in Wooks Bear and known mm-hmm. the way he played in Wooks Bear. But I think that he would have been a huge, huge part in our season. I think he could have dropped down to a third line, taking Leggy taking Leggy's production this year. I think I think his oh. absence is the reason Leggy's
0: playing good. Him and Leggy would have looked awesome on a line together right now. But
1: I think uh, well, I, actually, I just said something that made, makes me think that would be awesome. I think Zahorna leaving is the reason Leggy's doing good. So, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of young people that we we have now mm-hmm. that we didn't expect to have like Seckowski, Glover, um, Andonovsky. Whenever he decides that he's gonna like heat up again, which you he will, he, he will.
0: Yeah, but he needs to. He needs to figure it out quick. He's dropped a lot of games since coming back from being injured. He he had I'd such a high production to beginning of the year, and now he is just, oh, uh, disappointing. And my last
1: to- oh, do you have something else to say? No, go for it. My last talking point that I want to get to, and it
0: just because it's a Lehigh buildup. Oh God, Jordy Bellreeve. Yeah, I saw that one coming as soon as you preceded it with the Lehigh Valley buildup. Do you miss him? No, no. Not at all. Um, because our team was so ago last season, um, I think Jordy Bellrie was more of a standout because he was an assistant captain. He was a hardworking player. Um, hardworking players tend to show through other players when the team's a little shittier. Um Jordy Bellreve, with the squad we have this year, would have been like a fourth liner, I think. Nah, I, I think he would have got dropped third maybe he was a bottom six last year um he's not as good as some of these young guys um I would take I mean we got the list right here right he's a bottom six um was he a forward yeah okay yeah he bottom F- six Oh forward. yeah he was a forward so I'm looking at <laughs> okay in this example I'm gonna take him over Newton um <laughs> because I don't know anything about Newton but I'm not taking him over ravis Anson's uh, because Ravis Anson has a way higher potential ceiling. Um, and let's just substitute a random forward into the equation for the fourth line. Jamie Devane? Yeah, I'll, I'll take Devane. Right now, Devane has a higher output, and he's also more physical than Jordy Belreve. And I hope he fights Jordy Reeve tonight. That would be that would a f- fun fight to watch. That would be awesome. I mean, um, if- I don't think Jordy Belreve is picking those bones, though. Because he's like at least a foot taller than him.
1: If Devane fights anyone, I'd like it to be Radcliffe, though.
0: Oh, we have to deal with Radcliffe tonight. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and who is... um Ratcliffe. Interesting point. So, no, I don't miss Jordy Bellreith. Okay, To go full circle, I don't miss him at all. Okay, I thought I would, but I don't. I think I just thought I would because I didn't know how good the team was going to be this year. He was our first captain. Yeah.
1: He was our first, like, true captain that we saw in a Wooksberry shirt.
0: Yeah, so why I... I'd... Xavier Willett is more of a leader than Jordy Bellreith was. Okay, that's not a bad take um, which he's injured. Yeah, he is injured, but so I'm in a boot in the I, casino Seeing him makes me realize that like Jordy Bellary was pretty mm-hmm. me he, he did what he could for the team um, I won't act like he didn't put in good performances and you know defend our guys when he needed to but comparatively Don't need mm-hmm. him anymore. Okay, not a bad take. Um So last thing is uh, build up in a Lehigh game What are you thinking for tonight? I know it's a rivalry game. We're going to come out with the same young lineup. We don't have options. Um, we always have kind of high production against Lehigh because. We always play to their level. Though. Yeah.
1: We we play. We have. We have a lot of goals, but we play to their level, which, which, is our which scares me
0: a little bit. So,
1: so. I'm going to be pessimistic, as always. I think we I think it's an overtime loss tonight.
0: Oh, God. I know. I'm sorry. I don't like putting that kind of energy in the air before we even... Oh, we're not not in the arena.
1: I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to go tell, like... I'm not going to go spew it out in front of Mohegan Sun. We're going to lose in overtime!
0: I'm not going to do that. By spewing it out on this podcast, you're essentially spewing it out over Mohegan Sun. There's people who are going to listen to this on their way to the
1: game. And then, hopefully, I'm wrong. (sighs) I think we're going to
0: get a point from tonight's game. I, uh... I don't know. There's something about rivalry games that kind of makes them unpredictable. Yeah, you never really know how they're going to go. Uh, last one was right. Before, it was the game going into New Year's. Right, we played Lehigh. We beat them hmm Um, I think you had mentioned this uh, before we started filming. We were talking about it a little bit. You said Nicholas Sandstrom got recalled. He's back. Sandstrom. Up in, Sandstrom got so,
1: called off up, up because he was down in Lehigh on a conditioning.
0: Okay, so he he was down. I'm just um, he, he would have been there tonight, um, and yeah. now he's not. So that's a huge boost for morale. That's a really hardcore attacking player, correct? Uh, he's it, a, he's a goalie, Nick Sandstrom. What am I thinking of? Who am I thinking of? Dale? I have z- gold. No, yeah, no, for- no, no. I'm thinking of an attacker. Who am I thinking of? I have no idea. I have,
1: I have zero clue. But they re. I just read that they sent down uh, Sam Urson. Urson's pretty good. Who are you thinking of?
0: I hmm. wow. Well, no, you ever like you ever have a a million sports names in your head, and then you maybe think about them a little bit too much, so they get confused. And, and then are And thinking you, of Sanheim? they I have no idea what I'm thinking of right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Felix Sandstrom is a goalie. They sent him up and took, and they sent Urson down, which I don't know. Urson did not play. The other night, Hart played.
0: Yo, I'm really trying to figure out what's happening.
1: Are you, are you okay? Are no. No, okay?
0: no, no. Here's what I think happened. I think that I think I was thinking about someone, right, when mm-hmm. I saw that article about Santrum. And then for some reason, my mind associated, whoever the hell that was, with Nicholas Sandstrom. Okay. And something just happened when I was talking to you where I was zoned out and thought that he was actually a forward. <laughs> what if Santrum did score a goal against us, though?
1: Would I don't that think make him a
0: goalie? Or a forward, it would make him a goal. We had a goal scored on us last year. Hofer. You're right? Yeah, Hofer's not a forward. Hofer, I hope, I but hope he
1: gets dropped. I was, key.
0: I was making a point about the game tonight, and then I totally got rabbit holed there. Um, I actually think we might get a result out of tonight, only because our Lehigh in a bit of a slump right now. Where are they in the standings?
1: They're right. They're, we're pretty even on the season so far. Okay. Um, let me check. Let want me to check their last 10? Yeah.
0: Um, I just know the last time we played them, we looked dominant, but we also had more attackers. I believe we still had Ty Smith in the equation. Him and Friedman hadn't been called up yet. Um, so that's a completely different story. Uh, but if we were able to score four goals on them then, we have everyone but Hollander, so I, I think we could score four goals on them now. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I see like a 5-4 in favor of the Penguins. I, I think this might be a goal fest. Only because the Pens are going to be pretty pissed off about what happened against uh, Syracuse. I think they could have gotten more out of that game. And they also did look really bad. Like they looked poor defensively. They looked poor attacking. And I think JD's really going to like be angry at them about that. And he's going to kind of set these goals and say, I need you to be more physical tonight. This is a rivalry game. I need you to be better defensively, better like." More, better awareness, I need you to be more sharp and I think they're going to come in with a completely different mentality which is going to give us the edge against Lehigh. Okay. And also, the place is going to be packed tonight. So that's going to be huge. Is and it? F- yeah. Who did you hear that from? Parella said it's like sold out. Our whole section sold out. What? Yeah, so. Jesus Christ. He said he tried getting tickets for people in our section and he had to go two sections over to even get tickets. Whoa. So I, I think fuck? those kind of crowds they're not used to and that's what like feeds these young guys, so I'm expecting kind of like a star-studded, high-scoring goal or high-scoring game.
1: That's, Not a bad that's take. my prediction. I'll take it.
0: Um, I'll take that. Take five-four five, is my prediction. Uh, Six-four if they pull the goalie. When they pull the goalie, we pulled
1: the goalie with four and a half minutes
0: against Syracuse. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. That needed to be talked about. Um, we were down. We were down three-one. We were got a power play, and JD was like, yeah, <laughs> Lindbergh out. In the, four minutes left in the game. None of us realized. All of us in our section, I looked over. I was like, hey, guys, guys, it's four minutes left. Why is Lindbergh not in the goal? And I was like, uh, like we looked like we were dominating the game. Like we were in possession of the puck. Uh, we were in total control. Incredible that, power play. Uh, yeah, and I was like, how are we dominating like this? They haven't even touched the puck. And then that's when he makes the point. Yeah. Um, Lindberg's not in <laughs> the net. Lindbergh's not in the net. Like, oh, that makes sense why we've been dominating for like the last minute. All four of us look over and we're like, ah, well, if we lose, we lose. What? What, what is it? We're and already losing. And the worst part was we got the teaser 3-2 goal too. The teaser goal with like a minute left is just the worst, the I think hardest thing. It was, it was a
1: less time than that. I think
0: wasn't it wasn't 11 no, seconds. No, we had a whole minute to play with. Oh, um, that was a little bit less time. But, yeah, Pusty to Neander. Pusty kept the point streak going. Um, Neels, good finish. But isn't that the worst? I absolutely hate that. Because then when you're reflecting on the game, you're like, oh, I had so much hope for a minute's time. And then it's just like, eh, game over. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I'm going to be so honest. Okay. I felt I, I I was very sick going into that game. I I genuinely was sitting there, and I cheered the goal, and then I was like, uh, hockey, <laughs> Woo, do another I, I did not feel good at all that game
0: no we were, we were both feeling ill so I
1: still I still feel Ill. I, like my sinuses right now are like crushing you know what I mean like like are your sinuses messed up or no 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 they deserve to hear this they deserve to hear this how do your sinuses feel <laughs>
0: no I feel pretty good Oh, okay, That's,
1: this could have been over. <laughs> this could have been over this whole time. Um,
0: but all right, we got to go. I got to go yeah, get some Starbucks. We actually, we have to go get ready. Um, this is going to get uploaded right before we leave the house. Because um, like we said, we live an hour away from the arena. We got to pick our third member up here. So um, And get Starbucks. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I uh, appreciate you if you took the time to watch. Um, up the pens. Let's hope you get that result against uh, Lehigh tonight. And we will probably have a podcast within the next few days, just going over the Lehigh game, um, setting us up for this week to come. Hopefully, also, hopefully we're not sick anymore. Um, forgot to mention this because I got a little distracted. Um, congratulations to Gruden on the call to Pittsburgh. This guy's been really putting the work in. 11 goals this season, a uh, new season record, and we're only really halfway through. He's been phenomenal. Uh, we were so happy you got your shot, man. So good luck with everything. Hope to see you soon in Wooks Bear, but if not, keep killing it in Pittsburgh. And uh, shout out to Jamie Devane also, 400 um, AHL appearances. That's huge. That's a lot of games. Um, let's see if you can celebrate it with a big fight or uh, a goal tonight.
1: I'd like to see uh, John Lazat get in a fight tonight. I think that would uh, – John Lazat, I had to apologize again. I'm sorry.
0: John Lazat fights Jamie Devane. <laughs> those are those, those are 2 books Wilkes- for <laughs> players for anyone who just, like, listens to this casually. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much. Up the pens. And uh, we'll see you next time.